I'm Brad Palmer reporting WSIU Radio News. Rain likely tonight, otherwise cloudy and breezy with a low of 38. A member of the Anna City Council says the governor's plan to transition over 100 residents out of a local mental health facility could be another blow to an already struggling community. Councilperson Brian Miller says he understands something needs to be done at the Schott Mental Health and Developmental Center after news reports brought out news of mismanagement, abuse, and neglect of residents. But he says the trouble at Schott could drive people away from a community that is already dealing with a population decline and is in great need of economic development. If you have people that are considering moving to this area and they realize, well, that's, that's the town that, you know, had the mental facility, the state hospital, where they abused all those people. Do I want to raise my family in an area like that? No, I don't. So, I mean, it, that doesn't help at all. Miller says he believes moving the residents to other state-run centers and some community-based facilities is not the answer if the administrators at Schott, who are accused of being involved in covering up the abuse reports, remain in place. The Cape Girardeau Police Department is getting help when it responds to situations involving mental and behavioral health crises. The Cape PD is collaborating with the Community Counseling Center in a program called the Co-Responder Unit, or CRU. Two behavioral health specialists are embedded within the police department and have already started assisting officers and educating the police department on appropriate mental health crisis response and resources. In recent years, the Cape Girardeau Police Department reports it's seen an escalation in mental health calls. From 2020 to 2022, Cape Girardeau Police officers were dispatched to over 5,000 welfare checks, and they spent an average of 61 minutes on calls that involved a behavioral health crisis. Cape Girardeau is one of few jurisdictions in the state of Missouri to employ the co-responder program. State Representative Patrick Windhorst is urging Governor J.B. Pritzker and Attorney General Kwame Raoul to clarify the status of the assault weapons ban. Windhorst wonders why Pritzker and Raoul are trying to enforce the law after it was deemed unconstitutional by a Macon County judge. Even though there are only certain parties to these cases, the Attorney General was involved in the case, the Governor, of course, was involved in the case, and those decisions are binding upon them until a contrary ruling occurs. They should not be enforcing an unconstitutional law, and they need to express, if they are, why they are enforcing that law. The Illinois Supreme Court has agreed to fast-track the state's appeal from Macon County after Raul appealed directly to the high court, bypassing the appellate court. Oral arguments for the case are scheduled to start sometime in May. Winhorse joined some other Illinois House Republicans today in praising the work by outgoing Northern District U.S. Attorney John Lausch. Winhorst, a former prosecutor, says Lausch has overseen numerous high-profile investigations in Chicago, among them the indictments of former Illinois House Speaker Michael Madigan on racketeering and bribery charges and longtime Chicago alderman Ed Burke. Despite several Illinois legislators being indicted or imprisoned on corruption charges since 2019, Illinois still lags behind other states in enacting meaningful reforms that would eliminate conflicts of interest and empower the Legislative Inspector General. We have to do more. Lausch announced last week he will leave office on Saturday after more than five years leading the U.S. Attorney's Office for the Northern District of Illinois. State Senator Dale Fowler has advanced a new bill aimed at improving access to nutritious foods in rural food deserts. The Harrisburg Republicans' bill would create a program where the Illinois Department of Agriculture would establish and operate projects that focus on the distribution of fresh and nutritious food 
while providing education in food preparation and nutrition in food deserts. The bill passed the Senate Ag Committee today and will now head to the full Senate for consideration. A programming note for listeners in the Mount Vernon area, crews are working on our tower in Mount Vernon, forcing us to take that signal off the air during the day. The work is expected to continue for several days, but should be finished by early next week. You can still find us online at WSIU.org or through the WSIU app. Listeners in Carbondale and Olney should not be affected. I'm Brad Palmer, WSIU News.